Welcome to episode 24 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. As always, I'm Dusty Ramsey. Today, I'm joined by the winner and the co-angler runner-up of last weekend's Iowa Great Lakes Bass Club Tournament at Okaboji. Matt, Scott, how's it going, guys? Hey, it's going pretty good. Thanks for having us on the show, Dusty. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> really? Me either. This is kind of a new thing for me. Yeah, this is a cool setup you got here, Dusty. Yeah. I, How long? 24 episodes, huh? That's pretty impressive. It's, it's going good. Yeah. I'm surprised you've got even any views. Yeah. I'm wondering how many people are going to turn this video off the second that it starts when they see your ugly mug. As soon as he said welcome. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're back. Yep. Had a great weekend. Best, best fishing weekend I've had in a long time. Yeah, we competed, like Dusty said, in the Iowa Great Lakes Bass Clubs, uh, our second tournament of the year, uh, held on the Okaboji Channel Lakes, and we it caught was just one of those days. We caught them. You know, I've always heard people talk about, you know, you have one of those days, it just seems everything goes right, and it kind of did for us, I mean, for the most part. You know, we've talked about it. We've, we've had those days plenty of times when we've been out fishing, and right. it doesn't matter what we drop down the hole or, you know, what we cast we catch the fish and it just never seems to happen not you know for me i i don't have a ton of experience tournament angling but you have more but finally to get that right happen on the right day was just crazy yeah it really did align from the get-go i mean you were on fire right away from the very moment we started and just kind of rolled the whole dang day with it yep I, i've thought about that a lot you know we got to the first spot and and at first, we started flipping up against the bank, and we weren't really having a ton of luck. Right. And just the way the wind was, the back of the boat kind of came around, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to cast way out there as far as I could. And bam, got one. And, you know, two casts later, bam, got one. And and then we kind of realized, like, you know what, yeah. May, maybe we're where we're at what we're doing isn't isn't the right. best thing and you know we just kind of adapted as the day went on and we kind of found the spots you know later on you found spots where you would start pitching a jig when we got into this area as we drifted across the the lake and you know jig fished there i i threw a chatterbait the whole entire time but there there was definitely areas where they were biting the chatterbait a whole lot better and you caught at least one of your big ones on Flipping, yep. 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 Flipping into the grass pockets and everything like that. Uh, yeah, we developed a pattern and just kind of stuck with it. And then when it started getting slow at times, then I would pick up a Texas rig and kind of flip a little creature bait out there and see what happened. And caught a lot of fish doing that, too. Yep. A lot of northern pike and, yeah. and a 20-inch walleye. And a 20-inch walleye. That was a oh. surprise. I thought it was a northern. I watched that come up and hit, and it was just a long sleek looking fish so i figured oh it's just another northern but when it turned and i realized it was a walleye i was kind of, well, that, was, that was my first open water walleye of the year yep. which is kind of crazy to think but yep. you know i was i was really surprised that they had the tournament you know i was down on the mars and i got those first couple snaps of uh, from you guys of a couple fish and saying that you guys were already starting to call and i was i was really surprised because the weather you know you right. were kind of concerned about that the weather was going to hold up or not and Sounded like it turned into be a pretty nice day. So yeah, it was, crazy. was a great day. On our way over there, when we hit about Sibley, it was crazy. I mean, it yeah. was raining it hard, was and, and there was lightning, yep. you know, out in the distance and whatnot. And it's like, this is not going to happen. We woke up at three o'clock for no good reason. Right. We and, thought we were going to drive over there. We thought, well, maybe it will be a couple, like an hour delay or something. We'll just sit there until it blows over or whatever. But we got there. It was all out of the area. I mean, it was still raining and it was windy. I mean, yep. the ride across 
Okaboji was kind of rough. We had oh, a, yeah. we had to slow down, you know, <laughs> get a little amped up, and all these guys are taking off, and you start to go, and then you realize that you're still in a you know an 18 foot tiller boat, and it's like, all right, let's just calm down well, that. Yeah, let's at, just let's just get there. Right. Okay. At, at that point, we we realized we weren't going to be the first person. Right. To they a were spot. they were passing us the way it was. So. Yep. And yeah, but then we got to our spot, and what was it? Just a couple minutes later, the rain kind of quit, and yep. two hours later, the the sun, sun started poking through, and, and it definitely changed the bite. Yep. It, it was pretty crazy how. You know, when, when it, it, the bite was better when it was cloudy. Right. Definitely. And, and in I, that clear water. Yeah, like I that. think with that clear water and, you know, you got, like I said, you got on fire right away. You had three in the live well before I had a keeper. But you, Maybe, were, ca- you were catching northern. Right. <laughs> well, I, caught, I caught the one northern right away, but then I caught a couple small bass. Did you? But, well, that was after I switched and threw something else and, uh caught a couple short ones but yeah you were starting to call before i even had one in the box and and then so i just so it was just like we started talking a little bit and started we were kind of throwing the same thing and the one thing i noticed that you were doing that i wasn't doing as much as you were making some bomb casts you were really getting it out there away from the boat and sometimes in clear water that's what it takes is you can get it out there away from you they're not as spooky and i mean you caught a couple that way and as soon as i started doing that and then i finally caught my first keeper of the day i think so. half the fun was my inexperience with a bait caster just <laughs> just, boom, just let that it thing was just go. fun to really let her rip my arms were tired the next day i oh, mean yeah. you know just all all those long casts like that cast and reel yeah god dang it that was just that was more fun than what i could handle yeah and i even have to replace some line on one of my reels we were talking about it last week with greg and yeah talking about getting bad backlashes well i went to make a cast one time and i had to have my tro- i had my trolling motor up a little bit higher than what it normally is and whack i hit I, that and i thought zoop, a gunshot was like, went off it was crazy it was it was loud and it was like well stop and retie something else on a different rod and get back to fishing you so. caught it in the I hit the top the, of the trolling motor. Oh. Like, I went to make was, a side yeah. roll cast. Oh, yeah, and yeah. just smoked and it. And the lure, spool just went? The lure hit the top of the troll, the head of the trolling motor, and, yeah, the line yeah. just... <laughs> and it was just... He didn't even instantly. attempt to take it. No. Out. He kind of looked at it and <laughs> yeah, was no, like, yeah, that one's, <laughs> yep, that one's done. <laughs> I was like, that, that one's done, I yep. said. Threw it down and grabbed something else. and yeah, You said it right away, too. Like, oh, man, we were just talking about this with Greg about how, yeah, you know, it don't happen really ever. And, yeah, yeah, it happened. Yeah, I still, I went and bought some new line the other day for it. So, going to have to respool it up. Let's see that chip. Yeah. Show the chip to the viewers. Got Look a at nice, that. Nice little kind of coaster, cool little thing. You know, it's something for winning it. I, I don't know. It, it was just, it, it's pretty cool feeling for me because, like, I was telling Scott, like, during the weigh-in, he goes, I don't know how you cannot be freaking out right now. And I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, inside I am. Because it was really, you know, some people might think I was just a club tournament and everything like that. But, but for me, it's, I've kind of fished that club on and off throughout the years. And uh, I've always questioned whether, you know, can I compete with some of these guys? Cause there are some awesome fishermen in that oh, club. Yeah. They really are. There's some really good fishermen. Not only are they good fishermen, they're great people too. And you know, you kind of question it. Sometimes you go over there and you know, there was a lot of times, a lot of years where I would never bring in a limit 
And so it's just kind of like, am I, is it worth spending the money to do it? So then I would just kind of, every once in a while, I might go fish in the club and never really did it, like, on a consistent basis. And then this year, you kind of wanted to get into it a little bit. And the way they have the co-angler thing set up now, it really works out nice. And so we started doing it, and, yeah, we it, it was just pretty cool. It just kind of justified, you know, sometimes... Like the Facebook post I put up there, sometimes I question, like, my abilities as a fisherman. And, like, because I know there's way better fishermen than I am out there. But, yeah, this just kind of says, all right. You know, it kind of justifies a lot of the time that I spend and go over there and do the fishing. And Everyone has their day. I've, I've, right? said, the, oh, yeah. I've said this a million times. Everyone has their day. We've all had those days where we get right. out there where no one on the lake could touch us. Yep. And, and, you know, it just... It happens, and, and finally it happened. Yeah, my first keeper of the day was a 20-and-a-half-incher, and it was yeah. just like, we were both like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. No, had, we are just like, are you? Oh. Yeah, I had like a 14, a 14, and a 16 or something, and I had called up to that 16, and all of a sudden he brings that one in the boat. and I, I mean, the excitement in the boat, you know, when we saw that yeah. thing hit the water. You know, me running the net, I... Gosh, I, I shouldn't even say this because I'm going to jinx myself, but I just, you know, when you see a fish like that come to the top of the water and you know it's on you, you know, because Matt's going to swing it to you, you better get a good net job on it. And, yeah, you know, thank God I got it, but I always wonder, you know, as I'm doing it, it's like, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, all right, yeah, okay, we got it. But, yeah, the excitement in the boat, there was a lot of fist pumps, there was a lot of man noises. Yeah. <laughs> People who tournament, fi- people who fish know what what the language. Yeah, they would have thought know, some was... gorillas were in the boat. <laughs> yeah. We were yeah. hooting and hollering. King Kong was out there oh, yeah. somewhere. Yeah, no, that was that was a lot of fun, and and then you caught another one, twenty yeah. a twenty incher that was probably fatter. That right. I, I guess we that was like nineteen this. and a half. Yeah, I yeah. I probably should have weighed that one for big bass, but it still, I don't think, would have got me big no, bass. So. No, but it, I do believe that it could have gone over it was, five. Yeah, it would have been close to five, yeah. Yep. It was a little bit thicker fish, but yep. and at the I, time, you're just so dang excited, and yeah. Yeah, I got runner-up by .15. Right. And, you know, and, and everyone else probably had fish that got off, too, but I, I remember that one fish by the bank. And the goofy thing is, I was sitting on the other side of the boat, on in the back of the boat, on the other side of the motor and I cast it up across the motor across the boat up towards shore and I hooked that one and, and it was a good fish I know it would have been one of my bigger fish maybe not bigger than my big fish but in second place and and Matt was telling me you know get your rod down or, you know put your rod tip towards the water he's going to jump and he's going to shake it off well I couldn't because I was over there and yeah. you know worried about losing my footing and everything else and yeah it, it jumped through the hook and it, you know and at the time, I already had my three fish. That was my goal for the tournament was to weigh a limit. I mean, it wasn't to get third. It wasn't to get fourth. It wasn't to get first or second. It was to weigh a limit. And I had it. So at the time, it was like, yeah, no big deal. Like, I still got a limit. But now looking back and knowing that I lost by .15, it's like, man, you know, how cool would that have been? Because, I mean, just as pumped as Matt was to win it, I was just that pumped to get second, you know. I mean, I, I got some money. It wasn't a oh, ton, but... Was... I, I don't know if I'm ever going to spend that money. <laughs> I keep that and money. it was just exciting, especially for something like that in your second tournament that you fished. Definitely. I mean, yeah. And like you said, 
your goal your your goal going into a tournament any time is to get the limit right away. Right. And get your limit. And like you said, you got yours right away, so it's just kinda like it, it takes a huge pressure off you. Now it's just like, okay, I've got a limit. Now it's about now I gotta upgrade it and find it. And I mean, like I said, I was a little flustered up there and Scott knew it. I mean, he's back there catching fish and I'm up there kinda like Dang it, it's like, what am I doing? Like, what's he doing that I'm not doing and everything like that? But I And, and I don't care. You know, I mean, we weren't competing against no. each other in the tournament. But any any people that fish with each other for long enough know how that goes. Like, yeah. you know, it, and it's not even necessarily like I need to beat him and I need to beat him bad. But when you're not catching fish and somebody else is, I mean, we've all had it ice fishing when oh, yeah. drippy ramrods 10 feet away from us yelling, <laughs> oh, I got another one, and we're not even marking anything. It's like, freaking son of a gun, like, yeah. you know, what the heck? And, yeah, it, you know, I mean, it, it there is competition, and, and you know, I mean, all, all us three, we compete against each other. And, but I think it makes us better fishermen. I mean, it's, oh, no, for sure. it's no true hard feelings between any of us. But, I mean, if, if you're not truly going out there to, you know, be the best. You may as well not even go, truthfully. Yeah. It helps you learn, too, because it's like those days where, you know, me and Matt or, you know, me and you or whoever is down there, like, say we're fishing at the river or fishing wherever or, like, on the ice, and it's like you're not catching fish, and they're slamming, and it's like, okay, well, what is he doing that I'm not doing? Right. And, like, you know, you'll go over and ask him, hey, what's going on? Like, what are you what are you doing that I'm not doing? And it's like, hey, slow down your cadence a little bit or, um, you know, jig it a little faster, jig it a little more, and it's like, you start doing that, and then you start catching fish, and it just, I don't know, it helps me learn as a fisherman. When That's one of the main reasons that we actually invite you along, is because I know I'll never get last. <laughs> I'll at least have second to last if Ramrod's along. Well, and also, too, like, looking at both of you guys' weights, Matt won by a couple pounds. You were just like that .15 off. If this was a team tournament, you guys probably would have smoked everybody. Well, you know, and... The interesting thing about that, too, is the next day there was a team tournament that Greg Vance and his dad fished in, and they came in third, and they weighed 19-something, 19-pound-something, and second place was like 20 pounds and some ounces. And, yeah, if we would have combined ours, obviously it wouldn't have been 13.21 plus 9.7 with five, which you had, because it would be five fish, but, I mean, you had the 147, what would have added to, so... We would have been scratching over 20 pounds, like right over that bag. Oh, yeah. yeah, it would have been interesting to see what we would have had. Yep. And you may have called a, you know, I, I don't remember exactly what you called. I called a 17 and a half. Did you? With that 18 and a half. But that 18 and a half was a thick 18 and a half. Yeah, my, yeah, my, I, I had that 20, and then I had maybe one that was like 16 and a half, right. and then maybe another one that was like at 15 inches. But otherwise, you know, I mean, I caught a lot of them in that 15-inch range. But, right. you know, there was a while there, you know, when I was calling fish, you know, I'd, I'd weigh one fish, you know, 2.3 pounds. And, you know, I'd upgrade it to a 2.4-pounder. Yep. And, you know, I mean, I wasn't I, – I was catching fish, but I wasn't upgrading by big amounts. And, you know, that's just – that's just the way it happens sometimes. I mean, I, I dare say I probably caught 30 bass. Oh, easily. But, but, you know, it just... And, you know, you talk about that. That's what we talk... Fishing tournaments are a game of ounces sometimes. And people are like, well, what are you only calling, like, an ounce? Oh, the one was 2.4 and the other one was 2.3. Well, 
if you know, that would have made the difference for me. Exactly. That would have made the difference for me. Yeah. See, so that's why I mean, you get down there. That's why you have all those the, your scales and everything like that in the boat, and and then when you, I mean, you were sitting there with that. You're like your big fish was like right at three pounds at the time. That right? could be, yeah, like right at three pounds and uh, just a little under or something like that, and then you hooked into that big one, and uh, again, now I'm running the net, and it is, it's. It's part of it. I mean, you're trying to you you really want to get that fish in for the guy, and it's like I don't want to mess up with this net job and everything like that. And it, you work together as a team to net the fish and guide it to the net, and everything like that. And when we got it in the boat, and it was just like I don't think we realized how big it. We knew it was a nice fish. Yep. And then when we netted it and brought it into the boat, it was just like there yep. was again. Some of those oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> noises and fist pumps and... Well, and and at that point in time we have three fish that are twenty inches or above, <laughs> and it's kind of I mean we had two hours to fish yet oh yeah we so I mean at that point in time we're kind of <laughs> looking at each other like you know if if we go into the weigh-ins with three fish you know one of us has three fish or, or like that you know twenty inches or above or both of us you know if we roll back to the weigh-ins with six fish, you know, 19, 20 inches or above, we're going to have a good chance. And, and you know, we did see a lot of boats kind of, the, the boats would come by and then they'd take off and no one was really doing the same thing that we were doing. And, I mean, we stayed put. And when when you see them other boats around, you know, it's like, well, do they, you know, did, do they have their limit and they're just, you know, running around looking for upgrades you know, what's going on? And, but I kind of, in my mind, you know, I'm thinking, you know, geez, Matt's got to be, he's got to be up there, you know, and we didn't know until we showed up, even then, right. you know, a couple of the guys were like, well, how much you think you got? And Matt said something like, well, I think, I don't know, maybe 11 or something like that. Cause we hadn't weighed our big fish. Right. I mean, we knew that they were big. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We weren't calling them out, I'll tell you that yeah. for free. Well, we were calling them out. It didn't get it. We were rolling up the way in like, yep. yeah, what's up, fellas? Yep. We got this. But yep. it was just like, I mean, like I said, because because of the other fishermen in that club, both boaters and non-boaters, you know, you just, you know you have to catch big ones in order to give your shot, yourself a shot to finish it in the top three, let alone win. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it, it usually, I've seen bags, it, it almost take. 14 15 pound to win it before i've seen those but i think both of us were the last two to weigh we were there was a few i was think there's there a, a couple, couple guys that weighed after us okay but. but i weighed in first right before matt and when i got up there and and i weighed my first big bass 4.71 and all right you know that's <laughs> not big enough for big bass because i saw that there was a 5.8 one on the board already yeah good enough whatever i'm i'm still happy as a clam well, then all of a sudden, you know, I, I weigh mine and I look over at the board and he writes down nine point whatever I got. And it's like, holy smokes, like I got second. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to have yeah. second and or, or at least, you know, third if there was somebody else. I, I didn't remember. But I mean, I knew I was up towards the top and it's like, holy moly. Well, then Matt comes up and they, <laughs> you know, they whip out 13 some pounds and I look over at the board and it's like, there's no one, you know, with above 12 like he's got it handily and, and yeah i i don't know i i don't know it was it was just a, a <laughs> it was awesome feeling. It was, 
I, had, I gave out a little fist pump when they said 13.12 or 13, yeah, whatever it was, and it was like, yep. it was just kind of like, yeah. You know when all the guys in the back kind of give the head nod and like, nice bag. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking yeah. about. And so. a couple of them say, 10 pounds in my rear end, you know, it's just like, well, it's like, I didn't want to be the guy that goes, oh, I got probably about 13 pounds and you go up there and weigh 10 pounds. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Like we said, we had not weighed those big fish. So if, I mean, if they would have came in at four pounds, like, yeah, all yeah. right. You know, if they right. would have been 3.8, yeah, whatever. Like yeah. we had no clue. So, but those pictures that, that one picture that I sent out and I posted on the Facebook page, if any of you guys don't know what picture, but Matt's got a small bass and then the one big bass. Yeah. And I mean, it looks like that small bass is bait. It looks yeah. like it would eat. Yeah. And I mean, that was a 15-inch fish because right. Matt had it in the live well and he called it for that 20-inch fish. And granted, that's only five inches of length, but the girth, I yeah. mean, oh, that was man. just... That was it's a, crazy. Those I fish mean, were hogs. Yeah, they were. It was fun. Yeah, it was... It was just one of those awesome days, and yeah, it was, I, I've had a lot of people, we've had a lot of people, both of us, come up in the community and say that they've seen it, and congratulate us, and ask all kinds of questions. You know, you talk about, we were talking about this game of ounces, and you say how much, 1.15 is ounces of what you missed first by. Well, you got, if you look at it, you got second by a few ounces too because the third place guy was up there with nine pounds and some yeah nine pounds some ounces too so that's why that culling i mean if you didn't call out those small ones yep. you might have finished in third and compared to second oh yeah so. and, and it's tight race you know i mean you i, I weighed one fish that was 2.4 or something like that and i know that because i weighed it out in the boat when i was culling but yeah 2.4 it doesn't take much bigger of a fish to go to 2.8 right and then I'm out just like that if, if the third place guy gets 2.8. And, you know, I mean, that's half inch on a fish, you know, something like that. But, yeah, it it, it, it gets close. And and not necessarily the longer fish doesn't necessarily right. weigh more. You know, right. we saw this with Matt, and, and we don't know for a fact, but looking at the pictures afterwards, he had a 20 and a 20 and a half, and that 20 and a half does not have the girth of the 20. Right. And, and you know. Yeah, should have weighed the other one, like we said before. It probably wouldn't have done it. But, yeah, when it comes to calling fish, you can't just go like, eh, I'm going to call out a you know, a 17 for an 18, because probably, but not necessarily, does that mean that there's, right. you know. And the crazy thing is my small fish, that 18 and a half, or like I said earlier, that thing was jumbo. Yeah. Was thick. It was just like wow when we got it into the boat. Yep, the bellies on yeah. them were, were just cool. Yeah, and you could see, you could definitely tell that they were pre-spawn fish, and that they were getting up and starting to make, probably getting ready and making beds because their tails were all beat up pretty good. And, yep. And a lot of the other people's fish that we saw were that way. So there, it's about to the spawn is going to take place eventually. I don't know after the last couple days. It's yeah. I mean they had snow out in the black hills i saw quite and, a bit of it yeah too. it wasn't and a couple guys i saw fishing up in south dakota they fished a lake where it was the water temps were like 60 degrees last week and they went back this week and they were like 48 40s, degrees yep. it was just it, it's kind of crazy well, sunday night would it get down to 34 something like something. that i mean when i went and talked to the josh baker the other night he said there was some frost there in dune so yep. it got pretty cold but no all in all it was it was an awesome weekend I mean, yep. it's something, you know, that you just 
kind of you dream about ever since when you're little and it doesn't matter which oh, what yeah. size of a tournament uh, definitely and and hopefully on to bigger things you know down the road who who knows i mean you know and you've got was, your name in for a for a bassmaster open and yeah. or a, a bass open and you know who who knows between all three of us what five years down the road could could exactly. hold you know and i won't say bigger and better i just said bigger because that that tournament and group of guys down there at iowa great lakes bass club is top notch i mean yeah. it's it's it's, re, it's a relaxed setting you know i'm walking around with these guys and and i don't know them they don't know me but i don't feel like they're sizing me up i don't no. feel like you know they're you know acting like they're better than me it just a real low key, you know, just a just a bunch of dudes that like to bass fish and you know share the same passion as everyone else. So yeah, that's, and when that's somebody cool does good, it. they're excited for them. Yep, yep. I mean, it's not exactly. it's not like everybody's like it's not like it was like okay, weigh-ins over and everybody's just like. I mean, yep. a lot of guys came up to us and shook our hands and yep. were excited for us, just as excited as as if they would had won and right. So it was it was an awesome day. Hopefully now it's about getting consistent and doing, you know, being up there to compete for every one of the tournaments. To where they think about kicking you out because you just. <laughs> well, 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 to think, oh, here comes those guys in that tiller. tiller Watch boat. out, freaking schmucks! <laughs> I think that was one comment that I saw in one of the on a post that I put on one of the groups was, you know, that. the guy, the guy was like, wait a minute, you're not in a bass boat, and it's just like, yep, yep. You got her done. But. You know, you talked about how many how how many fish you caught over the day, and we kind of kept joking about it all day long. Every time Scott, I'd be up there in the front of the boat, and all of a sudden Scott, oh, caught another one, and I'd be sitting there, and he'd get it in, and he he was just kind of weighing them for fun in the back, and then he'd kind of throw them out, and I'd give out a got a score tracker update for you, Matt. <laughs> Scott Sturman weighed in a one point eleven ounce fish. He's currently still in first place, and that's 20 fish for 50 pounds. <laughs> and then I started giving him crap because Scott's not a real big fan of the Major League Fishing, the MLF. I hate it. About their format. But I was like, does this change your mind maybe a little bit about it? Because I, I'm pretty sure that if we would have kept track of all the one-plus pound fish that you caught the other day, you would have had more weight than I did. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure of that. I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but I, I mean, I know for sure that I would no, say toot I, it, I caught, toot it. You had a heck of a day. You caught. I got on a run fish. early. I got on a real run early, and, and I mean, I caught ten fish. I mean, in forty casts, it almost seemed like. I mean, it was, it, it was really it was, happening. There was a few. I think there was like one time where you had like three in a row or something, three casts in a row. You had you caught yeah. fish that would keep right and i i mean like i said i was really catching them early and yeah i imagine that there was maybe one or two that weren't at one pound but matt was you know is kind of crazy but i mean matt probably caught 10 northerns to my three right matt caught a walleye i didn't catch anything but largemouth bass but yeah i i would say that i did catch more fish i mean you yeah. definitely caught the bigger of the fish but all in all, I, I would say possibly that I would have would have possibly, you know, been total more than you. But I still hate MLF. I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I mean, 
I just there the cool aspect of like we experienced going to the weigh-ins, not right. knowing what we had, yep. not knowing what anyone else has. You know, when they're telling you the whole entire time, you know that Dusty Ramsey still at zero fish, and yeah. and you know you don't know you gotta, you know you know hey I'm in the driver's seat. I mean, th- there's these guys that know that they're qualifying for the next day, and will purposely start sandbagging. Because, you know, whatever. I mean, you don't have that in bass. I mean, mm-hmm. you you're going hard until you Constant, gotta man. you gotta take her back to the ramp. Right. And and I just I, I don't know. There's something about that. I mean, we we launched off at six o'clock in the morning, got back to the ramp at three, and I think I had one snicker bar, half a snicker bar in between there. And Matt had a, a couple mixed or trail mix or or maybe a one power yes. bar i mean like i drank half a bottle of water i mean i didn't have coffee i didn't have any sort of caffeine like i mean the fishing was the drug that day and i mean we were just going hard i didn't even think about eating you know i mean it, and for people that know scott that's yeah I mean, that exactly. tells you I mean, this body is not god-given believe it or not <laughs> i think what did it was that Snickers bar? Shout out to Snickers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not you when you're hungry. That's it's exactly a pop right. of Snickers catching bass, baby. But <laughs> yeah. no, that's just it. Like, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like you got to go hard until the whistle blows. I feel like I don't. I don't know. It, that yeah. that format is just not for me. Whether I would have won or not, I'm like I said before. I'm happy as a clam that I weighed three fish. I'm way happy that I got second place. I don't even care about the money. I could have given it back. Just knowing that I got second place is, is good enough for me. And, you know, I, I've kind of thought about it, you know. All right, the first tournament, my goal was to weigh a fish. Got it done. Second tournament, my goal was to weigh three fish. Got it done and got second. Well, I guess my only goal from here on out is to get first. And, and I don't know, I... I kind of feel bad because chances aren't great that I'm going <laughs> to accomplish that next time. But, you know, I mean, I've just it's, been accomplishing goals this whole time. And, and now all of a sudden, boom, I'm going to. It's the goal to set. Yeah. And, and, I mean, that's always everyone's secret goal. Well, like yeah. like I said before, if you're not out there to win, pack her up and head her home. Because, I mean, you can go out and fish on your own and do it whatever. Well, yeah, you but, might as well just go fish then instead right, exactly. of being in a tournament. Yeah, if you're not there to win, you. I mean, unless it's one of those deals where you're trying to compete for like an angler of the year title or something right, and you right. need points. Well then you get to the point where you, you want to make the top 12 cut in those big tournaments, but at small tournaments, you know, the goal is to finish in the money. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about here with MLF and bass, the Bassmaster elite series has been around for quite for a long time. I this mean, next year is going to be the 50th classic. So, and I think it's been a, around longer than that the late series has okay yeah. and well and not so, well not the elite series i mean but bass bass itself. bass B-A-S-S, yep. yeah basses so they have what is called the elite series and i think it used to be like all the way up to pert near 135 anglers and, and and usually it was like just over 100 okay and then they i know they dropped to 100 right now they're at 80 anglers yeah. but it's always been bass and the flw which is fishing league worldwide and last year, at the end of the year, a bunch of guys who were in the Bass organization split off and went with a new a new series called MLF, Major League Fishing. And what did it wipe out? All but six of the anglers? 
something. There wasn't many left of, out of the Elite Series. Most of them went over to the Major League Fishing. Yep, and I, I think it was all but six or eight. Uh, Chris Zaldane, uh, Seth Fighter, I, I don't know, to name a few. But, yeah. Um, yeah, six, eight guys is all that was left. And, and everyone just kind of thought, like, well, MLF's got all the guys. You know, how's Bass even going to compete? But, you know, you think about it like with football. Fifteen years ago, you know, it was Dan Marino, Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, you know, oh, man, these are the guys. Well, then all of a sudden came along Tom Brady and, you know, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is, you know, lighting stuff up. Like, there's always going to be these new guys coming in. There's so many. Uh, we've talked about this before, too. Like, there's probably a guy in Alabama right now who's not fishing on any tours that, that might be able to all. catch him better yeah. than anybody, you know. Yeah. It, and, I mean, there's always going to be new talent coming in. There's more than 300 anglers. and I, I don't know. You know, maybe I'm a little bit bitter, but I just I like bass better. I don't really like the way MLF went about the whole entire deal. It's kind not, of a business thing. I mean, I and, get it. And, and they, I think they were kind of went headhunting for people in, the, in bass and, to get them over to the major league fishing and had a little bit more incentives, which, and, which was good. We talked about it last week which caused Bass to kind of change their format a little bit too so that... Right, they're catering uh, to the anglers now more. more. Yep. And, and MLF, you know, they lured them over with, you know, more money, more air time, you know. This is going to be better for your sponsors. You're going to make way more money. And, and, yeah, you know, I mean, this is what these guys do for a living. So, I mean, you know, if, if another job offers you more money, you can't not turn it down. Exactly. But, more stability. I don't know if I want to say more stability, but it kind of was. It was like you were guaranteed something for the tournaments. And, like, right. I don't know if they pay much, what their entry fee costs are. I don't think it's a whole lot. So. Yeah. But I don't know. I listened to Boyd Duckett on, and Boyd Duckett was one of the big guys that was really instrumental. He was an elite series angler, and now he's an angler on MLF. But he was one of the big guys that was instrumental in, in getting MLF, the MLF series going. And I listened to him on Bass Talk Live, which is another podcast. And I just think the dude is an absolute schmuck. <laughs> I'm not going to beat around the bush. I, I mean, just the way, just the way he was talking. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think the whole thing is going to fold up. That's just my personal opinion. I don't think that you can keep pumping millions and millions of dollars. And their goal is to make this as big as the Super Bowl, as big as football, as big as basketball, and. I don't know. I just don't think fishing is ever going to be a mainstream sport, no matter how much guys like us want it to be. It's a niche thing. There's, I mean, for a market, it's going to be a big thing. But overall, if you try to get, there's not going to be casual people that are going to be like, oh, you know, this fishing tournament is on TV. Let's watch this. Whereas, you know, people that might not watch a football game all year are like, oh, it's the Super Bowl. Let's watch this, you know? Right. So And fishing still got that stigma of, you know, being a bunch of redneck hillbillies that are just out there. I mean, people don't realize that there's actually some science that goes into it, you know, with oh, water yeah. temperatures, water levels, you know, water current, you know, different colors and, you know, moon with phases, the sun. Yeah, moon phase. I, I mean, mean there, there's more to it to fish at an elite level. And you're never going to talk someone that isn't interested in knowing how that goes into believing what you're saying here. But I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm a bass guy. I think Matt's more of a bass guy. But you yeah. are open to, you know, watching MLF just for the pure love of fishing. Just, right. just because of the fishing. And at the end of the day, they're still fishing. And I just like to learn, you know, right. like watch them yeah. and 
you know, watch what they're doing and what kind of how they talk about their approach to things. Like I told you before, I like the old format of the Major League Fishing where it was the TV show. And it was just like a they'd take these guys from the different tours and they'd put them in it and they'd compete for it. And there was only like 20 of them. They'd have like elimination rounds and then eventually they would go and I don't know. Yeah. I, the guys were all in the same boat or the same size boat. They didn't have practice time. They would just bring them to the lake. They'd have like a 15-minute drive-around period where they could kind of drive around and get an idea. And boom, they'd go out there and fish. And I kind of like that a little bit more than this whole big tournament thing because it's like I don't I feel like I don't hear about the guys that I always used to hear about in bass. You know, bass you'd hear about all the. I mean, a guy could all of a sudden make a move the next day and yep get himself in contention of it whereas with the major league fishing it just doesn't i don't know they're trying to cater to the fans but i just don't think it caters to the fans as much to tell you i, I don't think so truth. either they, yeah. they talked about how they get back to the boat ramp you know and the people that actually come you know the weigh-in is done i mean these guys go and they load their boat and they get out of there you well know? they I do mean, like a post game they're t- like athletes do they try to do like a post game thing about it and it just i don't know and it's you know they're commentating they got their commentators are they got good commentators and everything but it seems like they not they Zona. well they do <laughs> but they do more commentating just on those people instead of on the fishermen at least with like Bass Live they'll have Zona and those guys talking to talking to the anglers but you're still watching the guy fish right I my my big thing is the entertainment part. Like, I watch MLF sometimes, just because, like you said, it's fishing. I like to watch fishing and learn. But, you know, when you you got guys on there, Kevin Van Dam, another one pound four ounce fish, another one pound eight ounce fish, another two pound fish, whatever. And the guys know what everyone's got. It's not entertaining. Whereas on the bass side, you know, it comes to the final guy in the way, and it's like, all right, he needs two pounds fourteen ounces. And then they weigh the fish, and it's like three pounds, ten ounces, and he wins it. And there's like a big crowd there, and everyone goes crazy, and he, you know. And it is staged a little bit, you know. I mean, they they know what everyone's got, and they kind of, you know, plant them in there, you know. Right, In, in yeah. order, you know, to, to build suspense and whatever. That's the best part. It is, That's, though. I love, it I is. I love that about it. Yeah, it, it really is. Just, well, the other day I was watching the MLF, and I turned on the MLF Live, and I was watching Jason Christie work this shoreline, and he's like, oh, there was one right there I missed. You know, that was my mistake. Then he casts it back up in there, and he has it on and loses it. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, okay, now we'll go over to this angler and live with this angler. It's like, okay, something happened, and a little bit later I came back, and I refreshed it to start it up, and it was like, all of a sudden it's like, oh, here Jason Christie is working this bank again. I'm like, wait a minute, is this deja vu? It was a previous Watching recording, and it's like they were advertising it as live, but it really, really wasn't, wasn't live. So it's just like every time they, at least with bass, they're like, oh, now we're going to go to so-and-so that just recently caught one and have the video of them catching one. Right. Instead of just trying to say that, oh, this is, you're on the water with them when you're not. So. Right. And that's like why it makes you question sometimes with the MLF, like, oh, he caught it with 
10 seconds to go in the period, you know, a nine pounder. And this is like, did he really catch it with nine <laughs> seconds to go or did he yeah. catch it earlier and you guys recorded it and are playing it off as a, he caught it with 10 seconds on the clock to go. When I know that they talked about, you know, it's funny that you say that they talked about that Bassmaster, the Bassmaster classic this last year needed big moments. You know, mm-hmm. that that's what it needed to captivate fans to know that it was still going to happen. They needed the moments. And you kind of wonder like, you know, with this MLF, the same, you, just the story that you just told, like, you know, were they hoping that some people were going to watch that and they were going to talk about, you know, Skeet Reese, you know, right at the end, you know, nails a hog to to get it, you know, and and that's going to be what the people talk about for the next week or two. Right. You know, you're trying to get that moment, and I, I don't know to. I, I'm not. I'm not even going to say anymore. I just. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like bass. I. I like the guys in bass. I, I listen to a lot of bass talk live, and I only listen to the the bass guys. I don't listen to the MLF guys. If, if it's an MLF show, I don't even listen to it. So it's like they they try to like fake or stage that big moment that bass has. Like I was talking about earlier, it's like they try to like compare to that to give people that that sense of surprise or whatever. But. Like you said, it's almost like it's like faked or staged where they time it or like record it or whatever. Well, and you know, maybe the yeah. FLW guys kind of feel the same way about bass as, as what, you know, we feel about MLF. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, bass has been taking guys from FLW, you know, their elite sticks for right. the past how long, you know. And, and vice versa. There's but, been, yeah, there's it did been happen. Big, there's yeah. been big yeah, guys FLW. that are in bass that go back to FLW that right. like that circuit a little bit more. I think it's kind of funny as far as you go, as you talk about the difference between bass and the FLW guys, is when the FLW guys come over to bass, now they got to land fish without a net. The FLW, they still use nets to okay. catch their fish. And bass, it's you gotta catch, you gotta land it with your, you know, by flipping it in the boat. You can't use nets, yeah. Or you know, landing it by hand, which anybody knows that Difficult. that in itself is tough. Definitely, I mean, a lot of people lose fish that way. Especially like a big fish, you're not gonna boat flip it, right? I mean, the other thing that I don't like is is MLF. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this and then I'm done. Then I'm done. <laughs> but MLF, you know, brags about the conservation. You know about how they're not throwing these fish in the box and bringing them back to weigh in, stressing these fish. You know, we're you know catching them, weighing them, releasing them. And they boom, they get penalties if they touch the carpet. And all yep. This. You yep. know, oh, the conservation of the fish. But these same anglers are going out the next weekend when they don't have a tournament and fishing a bass open or fishing a club tournament. Then they're filling their box and going back to the weigh-ins. You know, if, if you're going to be that way on conservation, I get it. That's great. I agree. It, it definitely is the, the more even ethical way of doing things. But if, if you're going to brag about it, you got to be that way 365. Right. Not just on the morning of a of a MLF deal. Like, you know, if you believe it and you're going to promote it and you're going to buy into it, buy into it 100% because, you know, if, if one weekend you're writing on Facebook about how great this is for the fish and the next weekend you're going to fish club tournament back home with a, you know, long lost buddy and, and you're filling your box, well, you're not really. It's kind of contradictory to yeah, what you're preaching. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I get a kick out of it now every time they talk to a bass guy or a MLF guy and like at the Classic this year. There's a bunch of guys that are in ML, MLF that fished the Classic because yep. they had qualified last year yep. through the Bass. And the Bassmaster Classic is still the elite tournament of the 
nation. That and the Force. Does anyone up. even know what the Red Crest and, is? Uh, <laughs> no idea. And, I don't. And I got a kick out of it at the Classic. How all of a sudden all these guys are like, "Oh, I got to get my coal tabs out." It's like they totally forgot how to coal. You know, use a coal tab. It's just like, knock it off. It's just like I know you're playing off how like the MLF is. On that, but it, I would have laughed. <laughs> I would have laughed hard if one of them dudes would have caught one and been so used to freaking tossing back. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, whoops, sucker! <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh because there's a few times this weekend when we were calling you. You sit there, and even if you got a four plus pounder in this hand and you got a one and a half pounder in this hand. Before you throw it out, you like make sure it's like okay, which one's in which hand? It's like you don't want to be the guy that just takes it. And you're like, oh, I just threw a four oh, pounder out and kept the one pounder. I'd so. dive in. <laughs> but no, I think that's all we really got tonight. I don't know unless you guys got something else to to bring up. We're at 45, 44 and a half right now. All so. right, so future plans next tournament. Next tournament Next is, tournament ain't for another month, June yeah, 28 or something like, like that. Like that on so. Spirit Lake. So we're going to have to get over there and do some pre-fishing and try to figure out some stuff at that time. Yeah, as, as fun as that walleye, or the, the bass has been lately, I do want to get out and catch some walleyes. I mean, right, we, right. we We've haven't been kind done of putting it that and, Yeah, so we got to get out and do some walleye fishing. I wouldn't mind even going after a couple panfish. Definitely, and... we got to get a panfish trip planned out. Uh, and that's the thing about it, you know, how people are like, how can you just bass fish? And I mean, when you start getting on it and you start doing it, it's anything, whether it be walleye, bass, uh, panfish. I mean, you kind of get focused on it. That's why we kind of like to take claim that we're very well-rounded fishermen. Like yep. it's just like we dabble in it all. <laughs> Well, I mean, right now, though, bass fishing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, after this weekend, it's kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> after you guys talking about it, man, I haven't, I mean, besides the river here, I haven't gone out and done any, like, lake fish or anything like that. So, like, I'm, like, super pumped to go and get on some bass, man. Right. But, I, I mean, they fight hard, and, you know, I mean, they're, the they're out of the water, and, yeah. you know, I mean, they smack it hard. Yeah. You know, not, not, not controlling fishermen, but, you know, I mean, when when you're trolling along and you see your rod go and you pick it up and reel it in, I mean, it's an effective way of fishing. And and don't get me wrong, it's fun. Right. But it ain't the nope. same. Nope. Like, I don't even care. So. Nope. So, all right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to episode 24. See you next week for 25. And yeah. Yeah. Peace Thanks out. Guys. See ya.